The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Welcome to the latest edition of the SWN podcast. I am your host, as always, Billy. Uh, I've spared you the, the eyesore of me in a vest this week. You've now got a hat instead. Uh, I am joined this week with a, a duo, uh, a destructive duo in source wrestling. It's uh, Griffin and Athena. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Hello. So it's, it's quite nice. I'm always afraid when I've got like multiple people in a chat because Zoom only gives you a 40 minute. Uh, limit unless you pay for it but mm. thankfully you're both in the same same screen so i don't have to worry about it it's it's, yeah. it's great the wee countdown gives me the fear because it goes like <laughs> i guess the last five minutes it goes five minutes five, <laughs> oh god i've only got like got 10 questions that i need to ask um so the first question is the same i don't mind who answers first how'd you get into pro wrestling uh what got what got you hooked mine's will be quicker it's on you go you go first then uh, griffin that's how <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Do you mean watching it or like getting into actual wrestling, like me as in me wrestling? Um, get, watching it first. So, what did you watch it before you got into it? How? How? how oh yeah. So when I was younger, I was a massive fan. Um, my earliest memory was actually Hogan and War- um, Warrior, the double title. Um, but again, I was quite young then, so I didn't watch it properly until. Probably kind of like the start of that attitude era. So just after the Montreal group job, probably, is when I started watching it. Um, so yeah, I'd always been into it. When I was younger, we actually had our own wrestling federation, the MWF. Don't know if I told you that one. Oh, um, you haven't. Give it to so the, the M- MWF, the Milton Wrestling Federation. <laughs> so grew up in Twins and Milton. So this was like me, my two brothers, my cousin who lived next door and uh, our pal that lived at the other side of me. So we had the Intercontinental belt, we had, you know, the actual title, we had a Woose belt. So if you lost, you got the Woose belt. But obviously nothing was planned. We literally just wrestled each other until one of us tapped out or, you know, we pinned each other. And uh, I remember I actually got a funny story about that. We actually did knock out my next door neighbour. And that's how I won the Intercontinental belt, but it was a total accident. I DDT'd him into the side of the head, uh, the, the bed, where it's like, you know, the draw- you get the drawers under the bed. So yeah. it's like wooden. And I grabbed him like that, and I went to just DDT him, but his head went straight into the the, the wooden board. And when I pinned him, it was that way. I was like, one, two, and then I hesitated, thinking he was going to kick out, but he didn't. And I was, just, I was like, three. <laughs> yeah, that's how I won my Intercontinental belt in the MWF. No, I was what, I was fine growing up. It is it is always till one year taps out because nobody wants to be pinned. Aye. Nobody wants to be pinned. It's just yeah, I managed to pin him because he was older than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, actually getting into it proper. So I would played in bands for years, uh, like from when I was about thirteen, played in punk bands. Then throughout the years, uh, I was actually playing in a band that was signed. So went to Italy to record an album and everything, and it just all went to pot because there was fallouts within the band, not with me, but with the two other guys. And then I was left with nothing. It was the first time in my life, ever, you know, that I remember that I wasn't in a band. And uh, I went along to 
my first wrestling show, which is my wee brother was like, oh, there's a show in Glasgow. It's uh, you know, in over 18s, it's meant to be quite good. I was like, ah, oh, all right, okay. I was I wasn't actually too fussed about going. So I'd kind of fell away from like watching wrestling at this point, but um, or I'd maybe just started again. It was around that time, and uh, yeah, it was ICW. <clears throat> I think it was in it was Classic Grand or something. It was a square go. I'm sure, it was Red Lightning that won it. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. So they were then, I think it was like a year later or something, really, like, because we kept saying all oh, year, oh, we need to go back, we need to go back. Then it was a year later, we went to another one, and I was just like, I was like, these are folk from Glasgow doing this. I was like, where do you even learn to do this? So like later that night, me and my wee brother got home, and uh, we Googled like Scottish pro wrestling schools, and the first one we found was Source, which well, it was affiliated with SW at the time. Um, so me and my wee brother went along uh, like a couple of weeks later or something. And remember, it was Dunbar that was taking it. Um, I think Demo, Demo was like the head coach and that, but I think he had been off because he was injured or something. So yeah, my first session was Dunbar taking it. And that's kind of how I got into it. And my wee brother was going to it for a wee while, but he he's a musician and he was like, oh, I don't want my fingers getting broken. So... But then I stuck with it. Um, yeah, that's how I got into it. Um, yeah, SW were very, very smart because I think their website, I don't know if it still is, was just scottishwrestling.co.uk. <laughs> so very easy to find. Um, so, Athena, you said it was Griffin the Guide. Did you, how, did you watch it at all growing up? Or was it just. I mean, I've got two brothers, so an older and a younger. So I remember like watching matches like Hulk Hogan out with my older brother when I was younger. And then didn't really watch it myself. And then my younger brother, he watched it when it was all like Kane and all that. So because he wanted to play wrestling, I'd be like, right, let's play play wrestling. Obviously, I'd go China because I was like, she's badass. Like, let's go her. And then we'd like wrestle all his wee pals in the street. But because I was the bigger sister, I could like pick everybody up. So I guess I do that now. So that's great. <laughs> just just uh, transitions quite nicely. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, then. The, the way she actually got into doing wrestling. Oh my God. I'll let, you, I'll let you tell her. Well, I remember being at work and then Griffin like messaged me. He's like, oh, I need to ask you something. Blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, like, what is he going to ask me? So I'm in the gym. I'm on this treadmill. I'm finishing off whatever set of things I'm doing. And then I'm like, don't talk to me. Give me like two seconds. And then he's like, do you want to uh, do you wanna be like my manager? And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I sure. And he's like, all right, cool. So basically just started it with me coming out on shows and then I think I started to go was it private no privates or I think I went to like a beginner's intake class or something so it was like <clears throat> doing like roles and learning how to do bumps and because I play rugby and stuff and I've got other like million different other things I do I'm just like short in time so I used to then just do we decided in private private um, and then I was, was like a... interrupting me <laughs> and then I was like oh this is pretty good this is fun. Aye, because basically I was like, right, as if you're coming out as my manager, you're going to need to learn the basics. I want you to learn how to hip folk, I want you to learn how to bump, uh, and stuff like that, and like maybe a couple other big moves, which then transitioned into this is cool. Athena actually getting a match. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go we'll through. So I've got your debut down. Uh, well, I've got Ryan's, sorry, Griffin's, not Ryan Griffin. Uh, Griffin's down is 20. 13 in the battle zone battle zone yes yeah. so 
How was that? Oh my god! Is this a picture where you're wearing like blue yeah. pants? Yeah, well, it's biker shorts. Right. <laughs> so, story with that is right. That was I was actually quite quick at making my debut. Um, <clears throat> I started in the March training in March 2013, and I'd made my debut by October. Um, but that's not. I mean, I did put in the work, and I know I did because I was training at least four or five times a week. And that's between going to like one-on-one privates um, with demo or killing Dane um, and just, yeah, going to the actual group sessions. Because um, I lived in Glasgow at the time as well. I was self-employed, so I could kind of work around everything. So I was just going to every class I could because I loved it. Then, um, so got to the battle zone. <clears throat> and I think I had been working, or I had to get up early, sorry, because I had to do some, something to do with work. But I was helping out at battle zone. And I had a message from a demo saying, oh, this was, I got it at three in the morning, right? But I didn't read it until like half six. And he was like, there's a, I forgot to tell you, there's a spot for you in battle zone. And I was like, no, half six, I'm just waiting up. I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> so I was like, hey, yeah, that's fine. I was like, I've not got any gear though. Like, what do I do? He's like, don't worry about it. We'll sort that. So that's, that's how I've got the blue bikers. I didn't get a choice in wearing them, but... Yeah, so backstage, I'm like, you know, really nervous and with everybody and I was like, oh, I need to do something mental. So I should have I borrowed someone's clippers and just shaved half my head. Just, I don't know why, that was literally like, you know, an hour before we went out just because I felt like I should do something. So yeah, I shaved half my head and I saw this big clump here and just looked stupid. So, but yeah, that was, um, that was amazing. Didn't oh. running out and I remember... It was a uh, the butcher Scott Rennick. I remember he was the first one that you know took a drop kick from me. <laughs> so I always remember that. But yeah, no, it was um, it was good. It was just great just being out there in front of a crowd. And I got eliminated by Viper, who's now Dewdrop. Dewdrop, yeah, it's a Viper. Yeah. I, I like your thought process. Was I'll, I'll make something memorable, but unfortunately, the memory may be. Do you see that guy's haircut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I went through your 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 like well, cage match profile. That is my my bible for these these uh, <clears throat> research things, which never go well. Recording my matches, by the way. Yeah, they've put you down as Griffin, but they haven't actually linked. No, Ryan but I Griffin think the last Griffin. one they noted was like two thousand and was it two thousand nineteen or something like in June. They've not got any of the ones after that. I think do if you go into source, just source wrestling results, you're there, but I just haven't linked that Griffin and Ryan Griffin are the same person. Oh, okay. Because you know that would be too too straightforward. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that was very confusing when I was going through your match list going, I'm fairly certain you wrestled after this. Uh-huh, and yeah. I'd go find it <laughs> elsewhere. But no, um your twenty fifteen was amazing though. Just just by the sheer who you're facing. Um uh-huh. so I had Rampage Brown, yeah, uh, wrestled him a couple of times, I think. Uh, Jackie Polo, yes, Grado, uh, some some guy who wrestles in Japan, Will Osprey, he was there. <laughs> well, you know, I get slagged off the boys if that was didn't wasn't going to come up because I get you know they're like, oh, did you beat Will Osprey that one time? Because I always apparently mention it. So <laughs> not lying. <laughs> did you beat Will Osprey that? Time? <laughs> not one time, Will Osprey. Didn't you beat Will Osprey? But yeah. 
they slag me because apparently I mention it all the time, which I don't think I do. But that's fine. Right. At least, at least if anyone can slag off, you can say I brought it up, so it's it's fine. Right. Uh, so when it came to to wrestling, so I'm just leaving you out here, and because <laughs> because we did say beforehand, there's a lot more Ryan stuff. But um, when when you're doing your your backyarding, did you have a character? Were you always flying Ryan? Or? I was. You mean with the MWF? Yes. No, I was yeah. the bone cracker. Oh, I was the bone cracker. Didn't know that. So I used to crack my bones. I don't know if you heard that, but yeah, I can. It's I crack everything. So I was the bone cracker, and my finisher was a kind of variation of a um, Phil Nelson, but I actually jumped on their back doing it, and it was called the Bucking Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> Have you brought that out for any of your matches? No. Say that again, sorry? Have you brought that out for any of your matches? No, but I probably should. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. Um, so, so when it comes to training then, Athena, um, you said you, you, you enjoyed it. You were trying to just pick up when and where you could get in the basics. Uh, did you find, like, doing things like rugby and, and all that kind of stuff, you kind of picked up a little bit quicker? You were able to <clears> get the coordination down a little bit better? Did you find that was helpful? Um... In some aspects, yes. In other ones, absolutely not. Because obviously in rugby, you don't hold back. So I think for the first part of going to training, I was like shooting all the time. Like I remember there was a drill and it was like, right, you're going to be in the ring for two minutes and I just want you to do some hold for hold. And at that point, I know nothing about like hold. So I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. So I go into this ring and I literally just shoot for two minutes thinking, how do I get with this? Don't know how to do it. So I just, the whole thing was a shoot. And then having like different wee drills and folks saying, oh, like, oh, you don't actually like chuck people about. And I'm like, oh, f- sorry, sorry, I didn't realize. Um, oh, that was so funny. So in one aspect, no. But in other aspects, it's good because like, I don't mind chucking myself about like bumping and chucking myself off an apron. Like I can do that, no bother, so. And is there anyone that you've been kind of sent to watch for kind of tips and, and just, anyone that you think right this person maybe other than china uh that you can watch going right watch them you might be able to pick up something in your own moveset or or stuff you can do i mean i like watching like powerhouse wrestlers so people like beth phoenix and braun Strowman and brock lesnar and all those guys like i like watching them because i'm like that's the kind of style that i'd probably want to be associated with rather than Here's me doing a backflip and this and that the next thing because I have zero coordination when it comes to that. <laughs> Maybe the fall, great. fall with style, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but busting out the old shooting star press just once in a while, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so back to, to, to Griffin's career. Uh, 2016, uh, you end up making your ICW debut. So this was, what, uh, four years after you went to sea? ICW, you're now wrestling yeah. in ICW yeah. uh, against uh, Aaron Echo. And then it took another three years before you ended up back against Kenny Williams, who, of course, is in NXT UK. Uh, what was it like? Because at this point, you would have been against just family crowds. So it would have just been kids, people that just wanted to see some wrestling. Whereas when you went to ICW, it would have been 2016, so peak, uh, they want blood kind of, of, uh, of atmospheres. How is it going to into that yeah I had a lot of fun with that um, so it was like Aaron Echo and the Rich Kids of Instagram that's what they called themselves um, 
but no, that was a that was a lot of fun, and I loved working Arne Echo. I wrestled him, wrestled him a couple of times actually at source uh, at source as well. Um, but I that was that was a lot of fun with the storyline with Ravi Baby and um, Tamaram. So we were the working class, and uh, we ended up back at the we had a match at the asylum. I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, it was a six man tag. At the, at the asylum, and that was that was when uh, <laughs> that was when Ruby Davies smashed the kettle over. Oh, kind of one of them, <laughs> and the kettle just went everywhere. <laughs> this plastic kettle. Um, but yeah, it was a different experience working in front of like a pure adult crowd. That you know. It's definitely yeah. with Govan because you like you know there's a lot of <laughs> the Govan crowd just swearing anyway. So. Oh my god! Oh, I have that noted. I have Govan noted down because anytime I mention anytime I speak to anyone from Source, Govan has to come up because I've only watched one show, and it is what one did you watch? Um, well, the ones on YouTube. So there might be two, but it was Mayhem is the one I remember. Okay, Mayhem Rumble, and they were just violent. <laughs> this was, I think, out with showcases. It was Govan, I think, Govan, what? No, my first venue? No, kind of mind. Oh, anyway, we're backstage. They're going through the match. I'm thinking, right, what spots am I coming in? So when I'm going through the match, I'm like, oh, and I'm like, Effian, blah, blah, blah. And Griffin's like, right, Athena, when you go out, you cannot swear. Like, it's a family show. Remember this. So we're backstage behind the curtain. Music comes on. I bring you out looking big. And then these kids are like, oh my God, the worst swearing I've ever heard in my life. Colin. I was literally there, like literally out for two seconds. And then it was like F and C and then flipping me the bird and every... Calling me a chanting (laughs) bald uh, bastard. (laughs) Like it's mental. Like I feel bad for Uh, them. I don't know, they they seem to hate... Athena, like, really, really hate her. She's a guy. She's a guy. That's, a, that's yeah, the one that you that's get That's the favourite, well. isn't it? Um, but yeah, um, it's like, the, the folk have been wrestling in there, though. I feel bad, because sometimes I feel like they're doing us more than they're cheering them. Mm-hmm. Which, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't really mind. Yeah. But I, try and, I try and do less. Like, I'm, I'll be thinking, right, they keep shouting at me. So let's just, like, pander away from the, the ring a bit. But they still shout anyway. Aye. A lot of the focus is on a female. And I'm like, watch the, watch the match, you're missing this. Watch it, but they still show it at me. So <laughs> I must be doing my job right, you know. <laughs> I know. Well, between yourself, I think uh, Sarah Reed Taylor also got similar chance. And so does Sammy Jane. <laughs> I'm fairly certain that nobody in Govan's seen a woman at <laughs> this point. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody got out of there without, without something getting chanted at them. And it's just. Uh, it's the only show I've ever watched or or been to or, or or just seen where the ring announcer had to warn the crowd to stop swearing midway through it. It is uh, wonderful. But no, go back to your debut then, uh, Athena. Um, so you come into this, uh, very basic things that you know. Well, actually, you probably didn't have any training at that point. You were just being asked, I would be my manager. And you said yes. What was it like going in front of a crowd for the first time trying to be this character the source the well, multi-man match that was your debut oh do you mean debut as in 
not like manager debut. You mean debut as in like getting out there? First, first time I've ever cried. Oh well, that was the managing one, and it was a showcase. And I was in a multi-man match um, with Taylor Bate, mm. Tom Fulton. It was like I literally watched loads of like. Chain of Valley and this and that and the next thing and you know like she kind of stands and does a bit of this and she doesn't do much more than that unless she's like gluing at people or gets in and then does some damage to someone um but I remember coming out and thinking oh, holy crap like what the hell am I doing and then I think because that showcases a lot of the fans there are either people's family or also wrestlers there's not many like wrestling fans so it's harder to like get a bit of back and forth and engagement with them so I mean I tried it I loved it I came back was totally buzzed and then I was like this is like the best thing ever (laughs) because it's like all the things as a heel like you think during real life when you're some a situation happens and you think in your head like I wish I'd said that to that person and it could be like the meanest thing ever or if someone's like really hacking you off you can be like oh say whatever so I think when you play a heel you get to do that and it is the best. That's actually happened. There's a guy in the crowd that I genuinely didn't like. Uh, and I... <laughs> <laughs> I basically asked the promoter, can, can I cut a promo? Right before, like, as like, when I come out, he's like, yeah, do what you want. <laughs> I just... I was kind of going about different folk, and then I got to him, and I just pointed right at him, and just basically, I like, kind of ripped him apart for the shirt he was wearing. Um, but yeah, that was, that was quite Funny. fun to do, because... You can't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's, one of the, it's one of those weird things. If he's, if he's sitting there going, God, this, this, this heel's really, really, oh, he's laid it into me, and you're just like going, I actually hate you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, this is real. I actually <laughs> snuck around and tried to see where he was sitting because I knew he was at the show. So I actually tried to slide beforehand, like, where's he sitting? <laughs> just so I knew where to point. Oh. But kind of like Griffin on the, on the gear front of it, I didn't. I didn't have anything. I knew what kind of style I wanted to go down. Kind of like, kind of like Rhea Ripley, you know, she's got that like badass leather vibe going on. And I mean, I didn't own any of that. So I was like, oh crap, what am I going to wear? So I think I remember having these, like, I mean, I already owned these like pleather trousers. And I was like, crap, I do not have a top. And then we're going through like Ryan Griffin stuff. And he was like, Oh, I was like, oh, there's a rancid t-shirt. I'll just wear that because it was all like cut up anyway. And I was like, oh, I can just cut up some more and like tie it. I was like, do you mind? And he's like, no, I'll use it. So I literally had a rancid t-shirt that you've worn since you were like, what? 14. 14 or something. Just like made that look like something else. But I paid a trousers I already owned. And then I can't even remember what I wore my feet. I used your wrestling boots. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. The ones I trained in, yeah. So that's what I wore. So when I look back at pictures, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what am I wearing? <laughs> Speaking of gear, then when you're speaking about like Rancid and, and I, I I know of their music, I don't know them very well, but it's very different. It's not very colourful kind of thing. It's just black and white and scary. Uh, whereas your gear, from well, from what I remember, is obviously the iron brew colours, orange, blue. Uh, what was your after the bike shorts? What was your inspiration between behind getting that gear? Uh, I always got told make your gear bright and colourful. Um, and the reason I got my tights the way I did um, is because of these boots that I found. Um, oh, what boots are 
No, do you know what it was? Sorry. <laughs> actually, that's not that's the name. That's not what happened. <laughs> um, no, uh, it was actually a big demo designed gear for me. And he like drew it out in the template and, hang, and he sent me it over. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And it was him that chose the colours, blue and orange, and with the white stripes. So it was just like, just go and buy boots and get them ordered from, uh, I can't remember who it was, whatever. And then uh, when I was looking on the website, I was like, oh, look at these. It's like blue and orange boots. And they just went. But I was like, that's the only gear I can wear those boots with. <laughs> eventually I had to buy other boots that were just black, so they went with anything. But um, I, you know, I didn't choose the colours. That just kind of happened. But I did want, you know, a kind of bright colour type thing. Um it kind of went well because I've got a kind of bluish shark here and I've got an orange octopus here, so it kind of just everything worked. Um, but yeah, that was my flying Ryan gimmick. So, well, and, and the name, we'll, 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 we'll finish the flying Ryan stuff. The name, uh, Pilbin inspired, or no, just because it rhymed. What, what I didn't even I didn't even choose flying Ryan. Uh, it was at a source show and it was actually I was against Big Demo and. I think I did like a crossbody or something, and folk just started. It was probably the boys, but they just started chanting "Fly and Ryan" and just because it rhymed. Uh, and I was like, "I'm gonna use that." <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't think of that. That was just a show. I don't know if it was like fans or if it was just the boys, but yeah, that's how I got flying Ryan. But no, it wasn't actually Brian Pillman. And uh, the last bit on that then is, of course, you became SWA Junior Heavyweight Champion. Mm. Uh, that was back 2015. Like I told you before I hit record, there is no structure for the timeline here. Uh, and you held it for a, a good 18, 19 months. So it's a pretty, well, yeah. pretty big reign. And I think that's, did you have, I think you had your match with Will Ospreay, you know, that guy, uh, in the middle <laughs> of all that, defended it because, of course, <laughs> you won. Um, those like interested with with a, a championship, especially with SWA, who, who are, I mean, 2015, they're still pretty big at the time. So mm. pretty cool to have a title. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I had no idea that, like, you know, I because of the guys that I was like fighting for, I was like, Solar was a champion at the time. And I, I got put into, I was, sorry, so the build up to that, I got told, they were like, right, you're going to be the underdog and you're going to, um, Basically, the way it was working was every match that I was doing on the lead up to this uh, show was I was going to win by like a fluky win because I'm the underdog. So it was like maybe a, like a quick roll up or whatever. But the crowd really got with me and they were like cheering me and like chanting me all the time. And I mean, it was just when it came to that show and they were like, you're going to get a title show. I was like, oh, amazing. But I know it, like, didn't think I was going to win it. I was like, because it's like the guys that I was wrestling with it. Divers, Dicky Divers, Solar, uh, like Willis Gervin and that, and it was like, I don't know. And then, you know, it's always right. You think you're getting that? I'm like, what? <laughs> it's actually just like, excuse me? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was, uh, yeah, I've still got it. I've got that in DVD, actually. <laughs> I need to watch that. Um, but no, sure it was amazing. And then even just like, like, I just, I felt like I got, just in the zone after that. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I go in my head, I'm like, right, I'm representing this company as one of their champions. So yeah, pushed myself even more because it's fair enough, it's not the end when you get the belt, it's what you do with the belt. So or the championship, sorry, not belt. It's fine. I'm not Vincent I'm not going to curse you out for saying the wrong word for no. a belt. So um, it's, it's whatever I, you call it. I got a lot, a lot of good opportunities with that. 
um, on that run. That was amazing. I've wrestled some really, you know, top class guys, even like Paul Tracy. That was like such a fun match. He's, you know, a legend. So, <laughs> so I heard the story how Anthony O'Brien shot the text while she was training, um, be my manager, be, be interested in it. By this point, you were just or just about to turn heel. So, no, I was already heel. You was already heel, right? So, what was it? Why? Who? Okay. How did you come heel? So, the whole flying Ryan thing, right? I was getting older, and my body was like, okay. And I, I was never, I could actually, couldn't actually really do, you know, a lot of flashy stuff. I could just do enough to make it look flashy. If that makes sense. Like I could, I couldn't backflip or anything. Actually, I've done one backflip in my life in a match and it was with Will Osprey. But yeah, that's another story. You know. But um no uh, so I sorry. So I was kind of looking about and it was like all these like new trainees coming in source and even just other folk at other companies. I was like they're a lot younger than me and they are actually a lot flashier than me. Like they can actually do loads of cool flips and whatever. And I was like I can't run this flying rhyme gimmick anymore. I was like, I need a change. So I did have a change. Turned to I had shaved, I was going bald, so I, you know, wanted to shave my head anyway. And I just felt like I didn't, it didn't look natural to mm. be a baby face. Me coming out, you know, baldy, beardy, coming out going like that. <laughs> so I, I was just like, nah, I need, I, I, I need a change. Um, so, but even then I was like, what do I do that's different? And that was my whole thing. I was like, I need a good character. Um, and I was like, I just remember, like, I think I was just looking at Gemma or something. I, like, I naturally frown. It's like in my genetics. My dad's got a frown. I've got a frown. So Ryan was like, you just look like a bitch. I was like, you look like a bitch that folk would hate. So and that's why I was like, I'm going to ask her to be my manager. <laughs> like folk, you know what I mean? So yeah, that's that's how it came about and I was like I think it would work great um, and it has been working great so mm. that's how that kind of came about If there's any consolation uh, you know when, when I've seen all your promo pictures when, when they go up and like gosh looks raging and I've seen like one photo maybe on Instagram of you smile and I'm going that's me right that's <laughs> me right <laughs> so, so used to see it, seeing the match graphics come up and you're just raging but I, I understand that because apparently I don't look interested in anything I'm sitting there going well I'm really enjoying this and I get pictures of myself and I'm just <laughs> like, I look like I'm just going this is this is rubbish I'm not enjoying this at all and yeah I, I, I get that I've, I've got I've got a natural bored face for some reason uh, not, yeah. not quite resting bitch face <laughs> but, uh, we're on holiday like last week and we're getting food and if black, if black pudding needs to be good, right? So there's black pudding on the menu. So I was just asking the lady, like, oh, where, like, where's your bl- like black pudding from? Like, what kind of black pudding is it? But I think the way I asked her, I was already frowning. Where's your black pudding from? Like, plus, it was, where's your black pudding? A big frown like this. I, like, I know, but plus it was sunny, so I was like, also squint my eyes. <laughs> and Ryan's like, you sounded like an absolute bitch there. So when she came back, I, I had to be like super, super nice. Oh. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks. <laughs> I am forever telling her you're frowning. You're frowning. Stop frowning. Like <laughs> I'm having the best time. But I'm frowning. <laughs> <sighs> so when you said that, like I 
get in because she always looked raging. But was there was there any other inspirations like uh, I don't know Shawn Michaels, Diesel kind of thing, Triple H, China, and that kind of things probably, that crossed your mind at the time? Probably, yeah, probably the whole China thing, and like you know DX and China. That's kind of, you know, I didn't want to copy that, but that was the kind of idea. Do you know what I mean? She is my muscle. Do you know what I mean? Um, when I say I'm going to do anything, you know, I would do anything to win, this is my anything. Because obviously she gets involved and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was kind of more like that, just because, you know, she's got a muscular physique as well, so it kind of looks apart. So. I don't think there's anybody, I don't know, is there anybody else in Scottish wrestling that's got like a... I'm sure there will be in Scottish wrestling, but somewhere. in source... Honestly, my only no, comparison yeah. I could think is maybe Aisha Raymond for, for oh, who yeah, works in Scotland. That's oh, sorry, it. I thought you were meaning like having a, a manager as. Oh, no, sorry. No, oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. So, I mean, the yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. <clears throat> Absolutely, yeah. There's, there's other things I can't think of. There's any a few, but example. I think I, like there's Nicky Divers and Sarah. Um, I don't know. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, well, it's fairly separately. I mean, sometimes you'll get like Aspen and, and uh, Emerson, Jane, but, but sometimes they'll yeah they'll do things together. But that's that's about it. Yeah, that's that's quite a unique act in Scottish mm-hmm. wrestling. It's not unique overall because, of course, like I said, China and all that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, it's it's different for here. Because yeah. anyway. I think that was as well. I was like, I was looking about and like, like there's not there's maybe a, a couple, but there's not really anyone else that's doing that. So. Yeah, that's why I was like, yes, we'll, we'll go with this. Try to something different. <clears throat> so just before, um, of course, the world ended, uh, you actually did have your debut match. You had tag team match, six-man tag, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yourself, wow, yeah. Yourselves and Rob Mills against, didn't write down, but I'm guessing it was Brody, Adler, ADM, and someone else. Mark, Mark Wilson. That's it, Mark J. Wilson. Um, yeah. What was it like having your proper debut then? Your in-ring debut? It was so good. Like, I think I'd got to do all the spots and matches as a manager, like, coming in and causing a bit of havoc. I was like, this is actually, like, so cool. And then, I can't remember Sorry, when... Sorry, I think my dog needs a, a piss, so oh. I'm just going to let him out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I remember being at, like, one of the privates and then getting told, like, oh, we'd like to, like, get involved more. This only if this was something I was interested in doing. And I was like, aye, that'd be great. Like, that'd be smashing. But I think it was decided because I think in our showcases, there's been like a lot of heat with like Griffin, Brody, ADM. So I think they just tied in with that kind of storyline where I was always getting involved and this was going to be my like come up and so almost like, right, she's been getting involved. She's pissing people off. Like, let's see her get a bit of the bit off the other end. So. I can't remember when I was told then I was going to be in it. It was maybe like a month or something. I it just kind of came on. It, it was... Uh, like, you're going to be in this showcase. And I was like, cool. Can I back it no, now? Here we go. The start of January. I think there was a showcase at the start of January. Mm. And then we got told, this is setting it up for a six-man tag with... That's right. Griffin, Athena and Rob. And <laughs> Athena, you know, shout herself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. It was, it was really good, though. Um... I remember being backstage <clears throat> and um, me and Bode were getting changed and I was just like, Jesus, I'm so nervous. And she's like, me too. And I'm like, 
Right. And then it's almost like, ah, right, let's do this. We're going to boss. This is going to be amazing. And then it's almost like you're getting each other hyped before you go out. And then I think when you're behind the curtain, I'm always laughing at something. And then that entrance music will play. Griffin will turn around and he's like, right, stop laughing. Look like a bitch. So then I'll put my frown on and then I go out. And I think as soon as you get out that curtain, I think it's because you've got this persona that you need to create anyway. I was just like, I am. But I'll we, we, we hit each other in the chest like <laughs> get out um but yeah i think as soon as you get out there and you've got the audience like that's it and then when you're like on the on the apron and you're thinking right this next spot i'm going and it's me it's me and you have all this adrenaline you're like holy crap like i'm actually wrestling and then you go in and it's just like it goes so quick but it's honestly like, it's the best time of your life and, then and it's the, when you get yeah but it's when you get the pop from like the crowd i think it was as soon as like me and brody had this like contest of strength at the start and then did she put my first simone drop or was it the i can't even remember what move she put in me but as soon as she put me in that and then smashed me into the the mat the crowd was just like yes like get her killed and i was like this is the best <laughs> like i'm just lying in this mat like my back thinking yes this is it so uh, good and just hearing people like shout your name as well absolutely buzzing and and of course yeah, you you're undefeated in wrestling <laughs> i am it was my my debut and then hello pandemic my first well, and last match you can technically say you've been undefeated for like a year and a half now i mean nobody still you've had one match but it's that's fine. <laughs> i'm undefeated that's all that matters <laughs> so of course yeah March came round, uh, March 19th, I remember it well, because that's when I was sent home to work from home. Uh, the world ended. The last show took place that weekend. I think it was a Grado's family bash mm -hmm. thing, because I think Source was supposed to run that weekend, and they got cancelled. Um, how, I mean, you, you're self-employed, so I don't, I, I don't know how, I'm assuming it affects you quite a lot, because it's uh, your personal trainer. Uh, uh, but yeah. how did that all, uh, how did you keep yourselves occupied? So, well, although, yes, it did affect me because obviously gyms closed and everything, but I was fortunate to take action with that. And when you were allowed to, you know, PT outdoors, um, my my dad's like uh, like vice president of the sports club in Bannockburn. And they've got, and I was like just PTing there. Asked them, and then there was this big bit of grass that, like they weren't using and the actual president martin he was said uh, just use this like we're not using it for anything so then me and my uh what would you call him business partner now uh chris um we basically rented a shipping container and turned it into a wee mini gym um and then we're like let's do classes so we're started doing fitness classes outdoors hub fitness was born we called it hub fitness and we've pretty much been really busy since then. We've now upgraded to a 40-foot container, which we've bought outright, and again, turned that into a gym. Um, yeah, so we're doing like quite a few quite a few fitness classes a week, and we've both got, you know, one-to-one -one PT with other people, and I think people really like it because you're outdoors. Even when it's raining, we've got, like, you know, gazebos and stuff, but because we've got the 40-foot container, there's enough space that you can get a few people in that. Plug, if you like fitness and live in Sterling, come to Hub Fitness. <laughs> That's a plug. 
But no, it must, or especially this weather just now, it's, it's kind of, I don't know if it's like a double-edged sword, uh, as in, it's great, everyone can be outside, but it's too hot. So uh, you kind of have to balance uh, it. The to, last couple of weeks has been extremely hot, and because it's a shipping container, when the sun hits it, it's like a big radiator. Oven. Hi. So it's like our own personal sauna as well, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm like a lizard, so if I'm in the heat, I'm like a basque. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. I, I've, honestly, that I was really, I was quite fortunate during lockdown. It's probably, I, I feel bad saying this, but it's probably the best thing that happened to my business. Just because I was able to start this hub fitness. Well, I mean, I noticed here, there was quite a few when all this started that, that took to like social media. Some just, just didn't do anything and... <clears throat> that was it but I noticed that yours was was you did quite a lot of like workouts and home workouts mm. and you're kind of showing people what they could do uh, in their garden things like that I mean I watched them I didn't do any of them but <laughs> as, as you could see from my, my figure here um, I, I put on the, the lockdown two stone then some uh, just because I just I've got a dog I think I would, I would uh, lose don't get me there. wrong we put on lockdown weight, oh my god like First lockdown, gimme cake. I everybody banana loaves. Yeah, How like, many people made a banana? Oh loaf? god, yeah. yeah. Like I know that we were like I, I was obviously like training and I was posting up those videos, but like how much that takes up like an hour of your time. Mm. I was still well overeating, and you're stuck in the house. You, I don't know you can go a walk in that, but do you know what I mean? I, I was put on, like, nine, I put on, like nine kilos or something, man. Yeah, I I got I put on quite a bit of body fat as well, and yeah. I mean, it's lockdown. I feel like I really did, eh? Yeah. Like, it was weird because I know you knew what to do. Because if you went out for a walk, you like, if you walk past someone, oh, do I put a mask on? Do I cover my mouth? Do I just avoid them? I mean, Hi. that's always the option for me, full stop. But like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what to do and you didn't know the rules. And then the rules got more complicated and nobody really explained what they were. So I was just like, I'll, I'll just get to stay in the house. That seems the safest way to right. do things. Best way. Um, right, we'll move to the questions because we've got a fair few around about. I think a spam bot took over by Instagram. All right. when, you, when you hear the questions, you'll hear why because okay. it's the weird. Uh, but we'll start with, with Twitter, which you probably would have seen already. Uh, get them in front of me. Brody Adler simply asks, why are you all so damn mean? Because I'm... Oh, no, you go first. Oh. You go first. I was just going to say, because we didn't like you. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Hen. <laughs> uh, Robbie Wishart asks, well, I asked quite a few here. He's got, uh, who can lift more? Right, I'm really competitive, right? So it actually annoys me that Griffin can actually lift more than me. Although sometimes it depends what the movement is. It does. But so, generally, you can lift more. Way back when I used to spy Tina in the gym, I'd be like, oh, I need to go in that squat rack next to her, but I'm not that good at squatting. And I remember she was squatting more than me. But now it's not like that. <laughs> Annoys me. But no, me. I used to be really competitive, but now I've just like, I've been like, right, you can lift heavier than you. Stop trying to be macho. But saying that, Athena is ridiculously strong um, in terms of what she can lift. So oh, Thanks. Yeah, and that's a compliment. Wait. So we, we extra compliment to yourself. Like, oh, she's ridiculously strong, but I can lift more. Yeah, I can lift more. <laughs> uh, he also asked, who has more tattoos? We've actually tried to count before, but I forgot. It depends on what you count because... I have more. 
No, I think I've got more. No. Because I definitely have more. I've got loads of music notes as well, so I would count all of them individually. Um because I think you had some that you were counting individually as well, or your jellyfish and well I because like there's that. three different four. I don't know. It's I think we're pretty fair match. Let's let's say that to be fair. There's quite a lot of marine tattoos I'm, I'm noticing then, because of course the shark, uh, used to have jellyfish and an octopus. So, uh, that's probably yeah. a squid there. Or cracking. That's just a coincidence we've got a octopus tattoo. Like we didn't know each other when we both got these, but it was destiny. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Athena's got a, like a, a sci-fi sleeve on your right arm, so it's got like Star Wars, Star Trek, X Files. Um, I have the marine ones because I. Have a mad affinity with the sea. Plus, I didn't like marine biology at uni, so I just love sea creatures. And there's also that. <laughs> Sorry, so it's like no, no big like you. You get people going, oh, what's 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 the meaning behind your tattoos? Just you like sea creatures? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, most of mine do have some like a reason why I bought them. But I think them. some things are just cool. Like, see, people are like, oh, why did you get that? I'm like, I just liked it. Mm-hmm. I have no like mad intricate story to tell you, rather than. <clears throat> We do have a, 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 what would you call it, a matching tattoo. Oh my God, we do. So on our first kind of date thing, we brought peanut butter and jelly bagels. You brought the bagels. I brought the bagels. So I've got a wee peanut butter jar there. I can't really get the angle right. And then I think I brought the jam. Where's my jam? My jam. Oh, that is actually so cute. <laughs> so I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, when it comes to that, like I, I just got it because I like it. As I said story in the last episode that goes out, we'll be with Halloweener. But um, I was saying that my, my wife got a beautiful tattoo, flowers, uh, each representing her or their grandparents, her grandparents that passed away. And the same day, I got a Spider-Man tattoo. <laughs> and people ask, oh, and she tells the story why she got it, and then turn around to me and I go, I like Spider-Man. Sorry, I got <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> I've got a Batman tattoo, actually. But no, that, that's pretty much it for, for me and tattoos. Like, I like wrestling. I'll get a wrestling tattoo. I like Batman. I'll, I'll get got a little, where is he? Got a little Batman somewhere here. There. Okay. Oh, there he is. I can't uh, show you mine because it's... On his crotch. Ah, uh, Oh. Okay, well, moving yeah. <laughs> <Maybe> on. <laughs> Next question, uh, please. Yeah, uh, again. He's asked, uh, why isn't Dina more terrifying than Griffin? I think we kind of established it a little bit with the face. Uh, but, but is there. Do you, know what? Do you know what I think it is, right? Because I think this. Um, well, there's that. But see if I'm in a room with a bunch of people and there's one person who looks a bit glitty and they don't say anything. I think that's scarier than when people say stuff. Because you don't know what they're thinking, do you? Mm. And that's scary. So maybe that's why. It's weird because, yeah, but often it's just because I'm usually that person, a, a, the bored person. But it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, what are you thinking about? And it's like, I'm literally, I've thought of nothing. I've nothing going on in my head. I've just picked a spot on the wall and went, that's where I'm looking. That's, <laughs> that is the point. I'll drown out everything else. I speak about, I don't know cushions and i'm just like let me listen to this i'm just gonna just stare at this wall here mm-hmm. last question he's asked is is it true griffin regularly goes number two in his pants so i want to say no to this but there's a few <laughs> reasons why he's asking that <laughs> um i will i'll try and keep it pg 
So there's been three times I can think of as to why he's asking that. Uh, and all th- two of them involve actually in the ring. So at training, remember I was practicing sunset flips and I shot myself a wee bit when I rolled back. <laughs> that was the first one. This is way back when I was like, you know, first started out. Oh Second one was I took a butterfly suplex off Eric Canyon at training and I had to stop the training match to go and check myself because I, again... I think I pooped. Shot myself. Um, <laughs> and the next one, I was actually staying at someone's flat um, who's in WWE right now. Uh, and Solar was there. Um, and I woke up and he comes through and I'm on the couch. And I'm like, ah, oh. you know, we had been drinking till like half six in the morning or something. Uh, woke up at like, I don't know, eight, whatever it was. Didn't get much sleep. I went to the toilet, I came back, and it was just that way, like, he was stood there, and I walked back into the room, and I was like, I've shat myself. And I was like, I had full-on shit my pants in my sleep. And I don't know how it happened. I still don't know how it happened. I don't remember it. I just woke up with a jobby in my pants. Um, So, yeah, Solo was there to witness that. He's definitely fair to use the word regularly, then. I think that's... I mean... I mean, I don't want to divulge too much about this in my, of my personal life, but I have done it once as an adult. And, but I think that's, you get away with one. Three times, maybe, is a bit. Yeah. <laughs> There's one time I actually thought I'd pissed myself in a match, during a match, uh, on a show. And it was against, uh, I think it was the first time I wrestled Jackie Polo. And it was actually me. I think I just, I was climbing up to the top rope. And it was just the way I climbed up. I was like, oh shit, I pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, that, yeah. I think I find that kind of stuff funny anyway, so I don't mind telling it. <laughs> so Athena, have you ever, no, sorry, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I actually have IBS, so I'm the regular also number two. <laughs> Ain't no secret. <laughs> One time on the way to... Oh my God, are you telling this? Training. It's a funny story. <laughs> on the way to training... Um, do we have a private? I think we had a private, but we don't have no, a break. I was going to um, a seminar with Aoki. Oh my, a, a oh my god, it was, it was. Um, so we'd met up for like breakfast with people and I don't normally drink coffee because coffee and me don't play well. But this one day I was just really brave and got a coffee, but I didn't realise they put three shots of coffee in your coffee. I got a latte, usually that's for decaf. Must have forgot. Anyway, we have breakfast and then we're driving on our way to Glasgow and I'm like, Oh, it's like Griffin. I think we need to stop at yours. I need, I need to. I need to go, and the sweat is like peeing off me. We get to his house, and then I'm just stuck in the toilet. Ryan chucks my gear in for training. He's like, "You've got five minutes, and we need to go." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So we get in the car, and I'm still sweating. And literally on the way to training, like so, when you're driving through Pollock Shaws, there's like a golf course. But literally the whole time on the motorway, I'm like, "I need to go." I was like, "Oh my god, I need to go." So apologies to whoever owns this golf course near Pollock Shaw's, but I shot behind a wall there <laughs> and I had to wipe my arse with a leaf. Wet leaves. Wet leaves. <laughs> so there we go. Ain't no shame in doing a number two when you have to. <laughs> uh, 
Thank you, Robbie Bashart, for uh, giving us that question. So over on Facebook, we've got uh, Graham Farrell, who you may uh, know as a referee at Source Wrestling. Uh, He asked, why is it whenever he gives either of you two a two count, do you ask if he's from the place the show is at? He's put, I mean, I only have one home. Because I so, don't know where he's from, so if he can't count to three when I'm wanting them to count to three, then yeah, obviously I'm going to ask him, uh, are you for this place where, we're, where we are? Because they're idiots as well. Counts too slow. Graham, you count too slow. Too slow. One. Too, too slow. Got to count faster. Or more normal. Or at least next time, tell us where you're from. Otherwise, you know, keep saying that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm assuming at this point he's told you at least once where he's from, so he's never actually said where he's from. I mean, Graham, this is on you. Count <laughs> <laughs> faster. Uh, but, yeah, uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're nice questions. They're just weird questions over on Instagram. It's, it's um, EJ Ray NK. I don't know what that's supposed to say. He says, oh, I know him. All right, okay, it's just, they're just very simple questions. They're nice questions. I, just thought, I thought maybe he's a, he's a nice person, he's an angel. Uh, first one is, uh, what are your I was curious to know what your favorite colors are? Teal, purple, nice choices. But no, I thought it's, it's, I might keep these questions, they're, they're very nice, they're, just, they're not very like if you're asking wrestlers questions, I didn't expect to get these. And <laughs> uh, I've got cat VHS. Um, hopefully it'll be something else because I just made me feel old thinking, ah, VHS. Um, she would, I'm assuming it's a she, she would like to know your favourite food. Oh. So, mine's is my ma's homemade mushroom soup, right, as a starter. And then it has to be my ma's homemade lasagna. That's it. Nothing I make. My mum's lasagna, like honestly, I was going like seven years ago. I had to get like major surgery, and I was like treating this like my last supper. Oh like, my god, like death row style. What well, if I didn't come out of this? What well, if I didn't wake up with uh, anaesthetic? So this is what I was. Like. My mum was like, "What do you want for dinner?" I was like, "I want my last meal: homemade mushroom soup and homemade lasagna." So there we go. We shout out to my mum for our lasagna. I love steak, rare or. I'm a sucker for a really good pizza. Oh my god, pizza! What, what's your toppings? What choice? Anchovies. This is oh. this is my question. Question, Dave. The fish and all that. Has <laughs> to be mushrooms and cheese. Mm-hmm. And I will say, and anybody who disagrees is wrong, but pineapple does belong on a pizza. Yes, it does. Absolutely. You have your pizza. You got your carbs, you got your cheese, your fats, mushrooms, there's some, it's a vegetable, well it's a fungus, but I don't know, protein. pineapples, your fruit. Cheese, protein. Aye. Sorry. Anchovies, protein. Sorry, that. Tomato sauce. I'm, I, 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 first, I don't think I'll ever come to a pizza party of yours. Just, I mean, I, I mean I'll, be, I'll appreciate an invite, but uh, yeah, no. I don't what have do a, you have? Oh, uh, meat, anything. <laughs> meat. The I don't, I'm not that fussy afterwards, just meat. meat. Uh, I mean, I will get pepperoni on, but there's just something about mushrooms on a pizza. 
Mm. See, so I've I don't like mushrooms. I'll have them in stuff. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't choose to have mushrooms. But if it's okay. like if I get something that's in it, I'm like I'm not picking it out because that's just mm. we go through so many mushrooms. So oh good. god. Uh, but no pineapple again. I don't judge anyone mm. that has pineapple on the pizza. That's just not for me. Just I don't like pineapple. That's just oh, it. Wine. So no, it's just I don't I don't like pineapple. The fact that it eats you as you eat it kind of freaks me out a little bit, but I don't like the taste of it. So it's just, it kind of works out well for me that way. Um, same, uh, yeah. I'm not going to get my food hang-ups. They're just weird, uh, eventually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was uh, nice, nice questions, nice ones. We'll give you my stupid questions now, because I asked you, uh, you, you said you listened to, to an episode for the swearing. You may know these questions that are coming up. Um, we ask everyone, what's your favourite dinosaur? Mine's is Baby Sinclair from the dinosaurs. Number one dinosaur. Mm. Hit the mama. Don't hit the mama. I always say Dino from the Flintstones. Why? Because he's like a pet dinosaur. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, having a pet dinosaur would be cool. <laughs> but if it was real life dinosaurs, always a raptor, for sure. I remember watching Jurassic Park when I was in the cinema, right? And oh my god, the scene when they're like in the kitchen. Terrifying. Nah, Terrifying. I like the one that, that sprayed the guy with it, I think. On the car. It comes out like that. Or I don't know how to do that. It's like. <laughs> 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 I'll go for that wee one. Those are the old head jazz hands. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that you chose ones that aren't actual dinosaurs. Uh, a lot of people do just like pick T Rex or that. That's absolutely fine, but. I'm, I'm not going to be fussy. If you go Barney, I'm not going to go, no, I'll say I need a dinosaur. Choose another. <laughs> Just give, give me it's, a, it's a dinosaur. It's, it's all good. Uh, but yeah, uh, fine. Um, I, I remember watching dinosaurs when I was younger, but I don't... We were watching, watching it. It's on, it's on Disney+. Plus. I know, Disney+. Plus. That seems to just be my Marvel hub at the moment, but I'll, I'll oh. eventually try and work my way around. Can you ask us a bit Marvel, by the way? We haven't been any watch it. <laughs> it's not that I don't watch it, but it's, like... We've never gone around to actually, you know, watching it. I know, I'm just, too much going on. I know, and there's like 12 years worth of movies and TV shows oh. to, to catch up on. You're like, there's a point where it's like, when I was starting to watch Always Sunny, I, it was 15 seasons in at that point, I was like... I mean, I was the same. Griffin got me watch. So I'd like... My old flatmate, he I've used to watch it. Uh, he used to watch it loads. So I used to pop in and watch the odd episode and think, oh my God, that's so funny. Like, literally, it's like half of people's friends, isn't it? Like, just watching them on TV. Mm. So I think it was during that lockdown, uh, I was like, Griffin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to absolutely binge. It's always sunny. So good. You got through it quite fast. I did. I mean, there was nothing. Else to do I'm on my, besides. I think it's my fourth or fifth time round watching Scrubs as well. Oh yeah, now, now we're talking. I was getting a bit afraid because I, I couldn't. I tried to get in with Always Sunny. I tried to start a lockdown. I got to season five, mm. and it's just past like apparently the best episode, which is the uh, uh, Nightman. Uh. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I was watched it going. I, I get why people like it. I'm still. I can't. I'm still not. I'm still not with it. I'm still not with the program here. But Scrubs, I'm all in for. So yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've I've been listening every week to the the podcast the fake doctors real friends as well um but yeah no scrubs it was even it's it was actually my pal got me my mentor when i was like it was like nine, i was 19 or 20 or something i was at uni and uh i think the two of us just started watching it and we always referred to each other as 
GD and Turk. Um, was it chocolate beer and vanilla beer? Vanilla beer. So Ryan tries to get me to watch it, right? And he's like, oh, I'll watch it with you. And then it never happens because the next day I watch like three episodes in a row. I'm like, oh, Scrubs has like <laughs> skipped three episodes. He's like, oh, no, I'll watch it without you. <laughs> Yeah, and at uni though, I would like, I had a DVD player and I had all the seasons on DVD and uh, I would just watch, you know, watch a few episodes every night. When I got to the last episode, I would just put in season one, episode one again and just start again. So I watched it a fair few times at uni um, and then when I heard they were doing a podcast, I was like, ooh. So I just started re-watching it. Yeah, um, it's, um, I watched season nine again. I don't care anyone says, it is way better than people give it credit for. I I remember not liking it too much. I actually don't think I actually watched the whole season because I was like, eh, but I'm open to, I'm going to watch it this time round proper. Um, you say you're the biggest fan of Scrubs. How can you be if you've never watched the whole season now? Because it's not really Scrubs. It's, it's meant to be a It was like Joey from Friends. Oh, like spin, that's what it was meant to be, see, but it ended up Scrubs, right. med school, whatever it was. Mm. Um, but no, seasons one to eight, I love it. Um, and I am a bigger fan of it than Grant McIver. Just putting that out there. That sounds like I'm going to need to, to start a quiz at some point. Um, someone else will <laughs> post it, of course. Oh my God, a whole, ep- a whole episode where you're just like the quiz show master and you're asking questions about Scrubs to mm. you I'm and sure Grant. Grant we, we're doing like quizzes over lockdown and uh, Grant was very good at hosting them. Pretty sure he put in a couple of Scrubs questions. I was like, please, come on, make them hard. Plug, if anybody's ever looking for a quick show host, ask Grant McIver. <laughs> well, we did, we did our uh, my quiz for my birthday episode and uh, yeah, Brody ended up having a bit of a meltdown because uh, it was not going her way and there was a Scrubs question. I think she had a bit of a, a, a meltdown because she was, she got it wrong. Or didn't get it oh, at all. No. It was, <laughs> was, uh, was uh, what was Janter's real name? Glenn Matthews. There you go. That was that <laughs> was the answer. So spoilers for anyone that goes back to watch the, the <laughs> day of birth bonanza. That is one of the questions. But yeah, uh, when it came up, she, she was miffed because I think Scrubs questions have popped up in your in your in your quizzes, mm, like you say. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I I yeah watched it multiple times over I finally got my wife to watch it and she loves it now as well which is even better yeah um, so I could throw in all the references when I want even though I have to explain some of them because they're a bit that's cuts. it every time and um, we usually have steak every week and oh steak every time we're gonna steak we're gonna, steak night. We're gonna eat it right I kept saying I was like what are you saying it's the world's best meat <laughs> Uh, but also the whole reason we're, we're coming down to Edinburgh in, in October because they've got Comic-Con on and John C. McGinley's there. And I was just oh. like, oh, we're, we're going to meet Dr. Cox. That's just has to be done. Um, so that's, that's cool. That's, that's I mean, old. if I was going to be a character in a show, I'd probably be Dr. Cox. Mm. Yeah. They're quite nasty, but then sometimes we're good to cause. Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the heart of gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah other than the scrubs binging then and, and always sunny is there anything else that's been we like uh we went through a phase of watching like crime stuff and i got obsessed with serial killers i used to slag like oh who are these ladies watching like serial killer programs and then what's that you have you seen that I haven't. I heard of it, but I haven't watched That's it. Really good, but the one I Vikings as well. I'm watching Vikings. 
So literally, I have all these great shows that Ryan should watch. And he's like, oh, no, but... Because uh, literally, he spends his entire life watching Friends, Scrubs, or It's Always Sunny, just on or repeat. Peep show. Or Peep Show, on repeat. Or The Simpsons, on repeat. And that's what he watches. And I'll be like, oh, this, this TV show's really cool, you should watch it. A whole... It was like a year and a half or something. I was like, you need to watch Vikings. I was like, you'll love it. It's so good. And he's like, no, 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 I can't even watch it. And then I think we tried to watch one episode once. Were we drunk or something? Uh, I wasn't into it. Oh, it's too tired. Yeah. So he was like, well, it's all right. Because then we're coming back to Australia. It's on the, it was on the Netflix in Australia, so I downloaded it on my iPad. And I was like, right, well, maybe watch it on the journey home. And I just... <laughs> Got right into it and just binged it. <laughs> this is like his favourite show. So I always have these shows for him to watch. He's like nuts. I'm like, Battlestar Galactica, let's watch it. No, I didn't uh, get that sci-fi stuff. I didn't understand it. Uh, like going to see the new Star Wars movie. Was that which one did we go and see? All of them, but literally I'm sitting there. So as a fan watching, thinking, oh my god, like all this crazy stuff's happening. And then I'm getting like elbows, and it's like, who's this guy? And are they bad? And who are these people? And what are they up to? And I'm like, oh my god, just watch the movie. So, in one way, I kind of want him to get into this like nerdy stuff I like, but at the same time, the question asking can get a bit much. I, I <laughs> ask a lot of questions during films and even just watching CB stuff. Although we are we're going through Futurama right now on Disney Plus. That was a classic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've got the same. It's like my wife's getting her into all these MCU films. Um, I've loved it because we'll watch. If, if she suggests it, I'm not going to stop her watching one because you know it's a Marvel film. But in the cinema, she does cut. Just like like squeeze my leg, goes. Oh, so that's happening now. Oh, screen looks that. I'm sitting going. It's the first time I'm seeing this. I have no idea what's happening. Just just let me enjoy it. Let me enjoy it. We'll watch it a second time. I'll download it. We'll watch it a second time. And I, can, I can answer and ask questions then. This is the first time watching it. Let me see it. <laughs> but, uh, but no, uh, How I Met Your Mother was the last thing I dragged her into. Oh, I just watched that, actually. I just finished watching that a, few, a couple weeks ago. But as well as things, she's like, oh, I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I like it. So like, no, no, watch it from the start. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm your uh, way. What did you think of the ending, by the way? Um, awful. Okay, it was, yeah. it, it wasn't. I was like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I was a bit annoyed that I'd watched it all and then... That was the ending, so. Yeah, she went for the alternative that's on the DVD where... where I've not seen that. I think it's it's it kind of stops when they meet and then it's, that's kids how I met your mother kind of thing. And then mm. she doesn't die uh, kind of thing. You don't see the Robin. Uh, sorry, spoilers for anyone. <laughs> spoilers. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's like Scrubs. It's like, it's always, it's great. It's absolutely fantastic until the ending they put out, put out and you're like, ah, it's not as great as it. Yeah. but no see up to season like, eight, scrubs you're, you're safe that's like x was like the last two seasons you're like ah oh, not i mean you wouldn't get that because you haven't watched it I know, anyone else who appreciates x files will understand where i'm coming from like what is the point in x files with no fox molder it makes no sense uh i've even asked my second stupid question we had dinosaurs and kind of spun off uh there the other question we ask is what would in a fight two sheep or one cow so the cow I was go- I was having a think about this earlier. Because there's zombie cows. What's that movie with the zombie cows? Or is it zombie sheep? Oh, I can't remember. Zombie think. sheep. It's a black oh. sheep. Oh. There's a yeah. comedy called Black Sheep. And, uh, well, I think, I don't think so. Cow. cow. Because all the cow needs to do is, like, back kick one sheep and then it's just one cow versus one sheep. If, it's get- if it gets one swift kick in, 
Vinyl knows about cows because his granddad was like a dairy farmer. Uh, I basically grew up on a dairy farm. So With I know cows. about cows and my cousin's a shepherd. So I've got um, a sheep only too strong. experience handling sheep. I was uh, We were actually shearing them last week. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Not as easy as it looks. So, no, I think a cow. Just purely because I've dealt with both animals. So cow is number one. Cow is number one. Talk, talk of, with experience. Absolutely and they're delicious. Really, I really need to go back to these. I mean, we're up to, this will be the, what number episode? 88th one that'll come out. And I'm, I'm just too lazy at this point to go back and check the, the tally and, and who's winning between sheep and cow. Um, I'm still team sheep. That's just, that's just my personal preference. So, uh, wrestling. The Wrestle Podcast. Uh, so we got as far as, as ICW. You also made your Discovery debut in twenty seventeen as well. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was a lot of fun when I got asked to do that. That was a four way with um. Oh my god, I'm gonna forget their names. By the way, I've got the worst memory, right? So I know one was Matt, even yeah. thinking back to my matches. I think honestly, right, this is kind of going off topic a bit, but during a lot of that time period, I went through a really bad mental phase. You know what I mean, and it's a lot of it is kind of blurred. So I, sorry if I don't remember a lot of stuff then, but uh, I do. I can't remember. There's one guy that was in it. I can't remember. Uh, there was from top of my head. LJT, I think, was one. Uh, Ma, uh, you, Mackey, was one. I can't remember the fourth. DCT. Guy. DCT. Yes, I do. It was LJT. Sorry, that was the one. I couldn't. I couldn't remember there. Yeah, I could. I could picture his face. I just couldn't remember his name. Um, yeah, that, that was that was so much fun. But the going into that match, I was really really annoyed because I had actually injured my back. Um, I, forgot, like, I think it was maybe like a month earlier or something, or two months earlier. I had really badly injured my lower back, um, and I remember I was wrestling at a Source Showcase, and I was saying, "Guys, like, look, I really need to watch what I'm doing." But I was like, "I had you know quite a, I had a two or three bookings coming up." And Discovery was the last one, and then I didn't have really anything else after that. I was like, right, get through these, and I, I'm going to need to take a break because my back just wasn't healing up. And you see, if I don't know if you, the, like, there's pictures or maybe a video somewhere, but you see my back all taped up um, because it was just it was so bad. And then there's a, a spot, it was like the Tower of Doom spot, and they were wanting me to take it. And I was like, I, I can't take that. I was like, my back is absolutely gubbed right now. Um, so I was the one that ended up going underneath them, <laughs> yeah, and everybody. But um, after that, I was like, I, I need to take a break. Um, I was still going to training, but again, I was just, I, I just didn't watch what I was doing. Um, I can't remember if we were together at that point. Me? When I wrestled for Discovery the first time. What year was that? Oh, I can't remember what year was that. Uh, was Twenty seventeen. What, what year? Was oh, it, it would have been earlier on. Sorry, it would have been, sorry, you went. I um because I, I did get asked to go back and I was like, I really I need to take a rest, like I need to rest my back. Um and then I think it was just the circumstances, you know, I, I messaged like six months later, I was like, well, I'm ready to go, just whenever you need me, and you know, promoter was keen. But I think it was just at the time he had other things going on within Discovery. Um so I never really yeah, I never came to anything. Um but I have been in talks recently, so see what happens in the future awesome all right so looking well look to the overall then um i suppose what would be your favorite match of all time 
what has been my favourite match yeah. that I've wrestled in. Uh, um, yeah, we'll say that first. Yeah, oh they've wrestled in. God. I've only had one, so my one. I was, was going to say, I was going to ask you with that. It's a little bit skewed if you've had one. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> oh, man, I mean, see, what else? I've, I've got so many. It's Will Ospreay, isn't it? On ones. But... <laughs> I'll tell you that I beat Will Ospreay. No, um, <laughs> that was, that's, that's up there. That is definitely up there because I felt like that was, I was at my peak at that point. Um, like, yeah. That was that was so fun that match, the four way elimination match. Um that was those last two minutes in that match with Will Osprey was just you know what I mean I was like, holy shit, I'm having to try and keep up with him. And looking back at the match, I feel like I did. Um and I was really I was really quite proud of that one. Um but yeah, you see like any match with Dunbar, oh my god. Uh yeah, I, I think it's impossible for him to have a bad match. Um, you know, I wrestled him on my actual match debut. Um, you know him uh, as a forgotten with uh, Nikki Storm, who's obviously now WWE Women's Champion. Rock. Um, and yeah, and even that match was. I don't know. If, I've wrestled in bar so many times that I love it. One any kind of match with him is up there in my favourites. Um, I actually really enjoy wrestling uh, solo. Um, we've we've got really 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 good chemistry in the ring um, and we just have fun while we're in the ring as well there's a, a match I'm sure like I can't remember where it was but you, it got videoed and he he just he I, I think I was face at the time and he he just did something and you could actually see me trying to hide because I'm, I'm trying not to laugh at him <laughs> you know what I mean but we just it's just so much fun um, so yeah, yeah, any match was so um, my favourites that I've managed were your match against Manlin. <laughs> that was fun, yeah. So funny. Um, and then I think it was the match I had with Taylor Veit. Like, working with Taylor is really good. Always was, fun. Yeah. Taylor is very good. Um, yeah, the... I'm just trying to... I, can't, I, I don't think I could pick one match. Because um, there's too many. Even, like, I'm looking... I'm thinking back, it's like the one... That I had with Paul Tracy, I remember there's so much like banter going on with that. Um and yeah, that that was that's definitely up there. Yeah. Um in terms of actual obviously like the feeling of like when I won the junior heavyweight belt, I that was like an amazing moment. But in terms of the actual match, it wasn't my favorite because it was like a, a no DQ match. Um so just a lot of stuff went on, whatever, but it was good. I still I still really enjoyed it, but it's it's yeah, there's other ones that are like up there with just in terms of like how the crowd reacted. You just felt that chemistry in the ring. Um, I can't pick a specific match. And then casting it out f- further, favorite match you've watched for both these. So any match you've watched, whether it's local or it's sourced, whether it's WWE, AEW, oh, Japan, just that, you don't have to say just one. If there's a couple that that you go back and watch anytime. Um, whereas who are your favourite wrestlers matches or whatever throw a couple of matches out to me Mine's is really obvious for people who are big fans of wrestling because this was before so obviously with my brothers I would watch the odd match but then I wasn't super into it so I didn't have like oh my god they're my favourite wrestler so when Griffin got me um, what did you say got me into wrestling because I think I would start watching I'd be like oh, this is actually pretty cool 
Oh, this is yeah, really we cool. would. I got her into like actually watching it again. Yeah, Sorry. and then I think he was like, "Oh, he's like, have you watched that uh, Hell in a Cell match?" And I'm like, "Oh, I don't even know what that is." And he's like, "Oh, well, basically, blah blah." I explained it, and he's like, "It's the woman mankind and uh, <coughs> the Undertaker." So I remember watching that, and then I think that was the first, the first time when I was watching that. I remember watching it and thinking, "Holy crap!" That is the most insane thing I've ever watched mm. in my life. And I don't know if it's because when you do rest and you think, like, falling off of that massive cell in a table and then also falling through it, the impact that, because even just doing a back bump is, like, hefty. So from that height, I was like, Jesus Christ. That's That match is definitely up there and one of my favourites. Like, growing up, Mankind was, like, well, Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack, what you want, he was my favourite. Um, I just loved him, and then I think I remember when I always remember when he, he went away for it for a while, and then when he came back, he didn't know he was coming back. I remember watching it with my pal, and his music hit, you know, that car crash, and I was like, oh, and I was, I remember screaming and running about the room as a wee boy, being like, oh my god, he's back. Um, but yeah, so that 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 is one of my favourites. But in terms of actual wrestling, um, you know what one's popping in my head actually. Before me slag me for this, but was it? I'm trying to think. Is it Clash? Of, no, it was John Cena and CM Punk. That's the money in back 2011. I honestly can't remember what pay per view it was, but I remember watching it going, This is actually really good. Yeah, I mean, I was really enjoying it. Um, oh, or was that the one on like Raw where they, they started throwing in pile drivers out of nowhere and stuff like that? Maybe it may have been on Raw actually. Was that, for, yeah. I feel like any good match you've enjoyed, you make me watch it, you'll go back on the network and be like, right, you need to watch this match. And <laughs> I'll, then I'll go watch and it. pick a specific match to watch. Um, yeah, then obviously, like, Edge and Christian matches, um, the Hardys and Dudleys, like, that kind of um, era was, like, you know, the TLC match and that, that was just incredible. Um I used to love Jeff Hardy when I was younger. See, see not a podcast goes by. It's probably 88 episodes, as I said. Not a podcast goes by where Jeff Hardy doesn't get mentioned somehow. <laughs> and it's usually either loved him growing up, or if, it, if it's if it's uh, a, a female wrestler, it's, it's usually, oh, I loved him growing up. It's like, Jeff Hardy seems to be universally loved by everyone. Yeah. I just thought it was cool then. I was like, okay, it's cool. <laughs> well, yeah, I was the first one. One of the matches I, I forced my wife to watch is uh, Jeff Hardy Undertaker, Raw mm. 2002 ladder match. And yeah, I was just seeing him, just like, I, yeah, I would have liked him growing up. It's like, just something about him. He's charismatic enigma, I suppose. That's the whole thing about him. So yeah, Jeff Hardy, another another mention in the podcast. He's got to start paying me. <laughs> uh, so we'll look to the future. Shows are still not on, although there seems to be some starting up now as of recording, um, for whatever reason. Why? For I don't know why. But when the shows come back, is there any company you want to get to either as a as a team, as a duo, or, or as a singles person? Where do you want to be? Um, honestly, I there's there's not one company in particular I want to work for. If I get, you know what I mean, I'll, if I get asked to work for anybody, obviously, yeah, I'll do it if I can. Um, but no, I, I'm, I'm open to anything. You know what I mean? I'm really, I, I love source wrestling. That's, you know, that's where I'm mainly focusing. But if anybody else wants to go, wait, wait, when's, when's this getting... Uh, uh, end of... 
around about end of August it's coming out. Okay, right. Well, there is stuff coming up as well for other companies, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say yet or whatever. Um, but yeah, there's yeah. So I'm I, I'm want to mainly focus on source, but there are other things in the pipeline as well that we're look, really looking forward to. But I don't want to name any specific companies. Um, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There's a this goes on Patreon as well. So there'll be like four people that that, that might find out first for anyone else. So yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> leave them. They're, they're, they're still going to hear it early, but they're not going to get total spoilers where you're going to be in the next month or so. And uh, for yourself, Theda, is it is is things like fierce females on your radar? Is or is just again anywhere that you want to get to? Well, I've done the managing part. Love it. Done a, a mixed match. With our six man, six man, loved it. Um, yeah, six person, six people. Um, and then I mean, I kind of want to try my hand at everything because I've enjoyed it. So I'm like, oh, Griffin should be like maybe do a tag thing at some point because that'd be badass. I quite like beating the crap out other guys, and then hopefully at some point maybe some single stuff. Um, I just I love like a. I love women being empowered and especially in sport because ever since I can remember being like tiny it was always like oh you can't do that because that's sports for boys and I always remember thinking like I really want to play rugby and being at like primary school high school they're like nah 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 it's just the guys that do that and I'd always be like why like why is that or sometimes I'd go home and be like oh mum dad like I wasn't allowed to play because the boys told me I wasn't allowed so I always remember one thing in my head and it was my dad saying you have to make sure you're just as good and that stuck with me. So now I'm like, if any other women are on this trailblazing path of being empowered to being just as good as the guys, then I think Fierce Females is up there because they're showing that women can actually just do as well as the guys. Like, why should this focus be on, like, men all the time being badass and strong and lifting people when we can do that just as well, sometimes even better? So I think down the line at some point it'd be amazing to to work with fierce females and get myself out there doing some damage. Especially, I mean, well, again, one of the government shows I watched, it was like he had a face-off with uh, ADM. And as soon as I saw it, I thought, that's a main event. I don't know when, <laughs> but it's a main <laughs> event somewhere because they're just, it's just two big folk that'll just smash each other for a good good few minutes of... of ADM, I'm coming for you. <laughs> it, might, it might not be the prettiest. It'll be, uh, what did JR call it? Bowling shoe ugly, but it's going to be a spectacle to watch. I would, I would be... <laughs> I'd be waiting for the, for a source to upload it. Going, I need to see this now. Come on, upload <laughs> it, please. Um, but yeah, I think I think we've we've covered everything. So I, I realise I'm taking so much of your time this evening uh, on a, on, a, on a nice uh, Sunday, uh, wherever it is when we're recording. It is Sunday. Sorry for anyone it's that's Sunday, watching yeah. this. That's not Sunday. Uh, so social media. Then, how can people reach out to you and find out more about you on, on social media? <laughs> Uh, I, well, Wait a minute, what are my tags? I forget. No, I don't actually know what they are. <laughs> Hold on. Actually, over lockdown, I very rarely used any of my so, social media because I was like, I don't have anything interesting to talk about. As you'll know from you messaging me and me taking about a month to get back to you, I don't use Twitter that much. Um, but my tag on Twitter is Ryan Griffin13. Um, my Instagram is I kind of merged that with my PT business. So it's rgriffin underscore fitness. And then my Facebook is 
Hold on. I think it's Ryan Griffin Wrestler. Yeah, Ryan Griffin Wrestler. There you go. You can tell how much we love social media. <laughs> oh, I can tell that it's, it's, it's your life. Uh, and I think uh, Athena's yours. Athena underscore destroys, if I remember. That's right. yeah, from me on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, this has been. I didn't know we'd, we'd go into the into the shit your pants talk so so for so long, but it's it's worth it just even for that. But yeah, thank you very much for speaking to me today. No worries. No worries. There is video footage of the butterfly suplex, by the way. <laughs> You're gonna link me that. <laughs> <If> you can, <laughs> but we'll leave it at that. Thank you very much. Okay. No worries. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you.